Welcome to episode three, everybody. If you just joined, I am Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram, and this is Robin at the Tired Witch on Instagram. And welcome to our podcast. Yes, thank you all so much for your feedback on our show so far. The rating messages on iTunes have been hilarious. Special shout out to Dale Bloomingdale. That was the funniest <laughs> one I've ever seen. <laughs> We're really grateful so though that you guys have taken the time to not only give us ratings, but the kind words you've given with us. That's been amazing. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, we appreciate you guys so much. And I want to do a shout out to one of our biggest fans under oh. the age of 12. 10 out of My 10. My little witchling, Aurora, who listens to all our podcasts and is always so excited when a new one comes out. It is freaking adorable. And I die. 10 times on repeat, <laughs> much to Maria's dismay, having to listen to her own voice that many times. Aurora, oh my we God. love you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, you little cutie. <laughs> and on that note, since we're doing early shout outs and to cute family members, my father is obsessed with this show, right? And on the show, oh my God, it's so loud. On the show, <laughs> the, one of the characters has a podcast. <clears throat> and. On his podcast, he uses wind chimes to go through every segment. And so my dad, being the absolute cutie that he is, went out and got me wind chimes. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, shout out to dads out there everywhere. We love you. And your yeah. wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> you are the cutest. I die. Oh, my, oh my gosh. gosh. Uh, he probably actually won't even listen to this. Uh, maybe he will. I know he listened to the first episode, and that's why he bought me these wind chimes. Oh, we'll so see. cute, supportive but, dad. Uh, every once in a while, you guys might hear a little wind chime in the background, and uh, that's that's for my dad. <laughs> that is so cute. Oh my word. First on the agenda, just like the last two episodes, is we're going to talk about the upcoming moon sign. On April 7th, it's going to be the full moon in Libra. And not only is it the full moon in Libra, but it's also an extra special full moon. You want to tell them why, Maria? It is my birthday. She's going to be another year <laughs> older, another year wiser, guys. Make sure you go over to her Instagram or even, you know what, slide into her DMs. Tell her oh happy God, birthday. <laughs> slide in, guys. Tell her happy birthday. Give her a little a little dirty flirty birthday message. Um don't oh if you gosh. guys send her nudes cuz of this, I'm going to be so mad at you. Don't do that. No, please, please. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you live in the Americas, the full moon starts on the 7th. If you're basically anywhere that is uh, like from Europe, uh, the rest of the world on, it starts on the 8th. But it is also a super moon uh, this 
full moon. So it's Maria's birthday. It's a super moon. It's a super airy <laughs> Libra moon. Guys. It's a big deal. Oh, God. <laughs> that like really swings. <laughs> I don't know how many wind chimes I'm be able to do this. <laughs> so that being said. The Libra full moon is bringing us energy of balance and harmony, just obviously like Libras themselves. Um, So because we're all cooped up right now, you might be really craving that sort of balance, that harmony. Realistically, we're all going stir crazy. (laughs) You're not alone. You're not alone. (laughs) No, no. So because we can't go out, because we can't go out and I don't know, be social beings <laughs> uh, yeah you need to find other ways to find balance and harmony so that might be doing things like picking up a little home yoga you know maybe that's the exercise because you can't go out and walk that you need to bring into your life maybe that means scheduling zoom or google hangout hangouts with your friends in a big circle because you're craving you know social situations and make it fun Mm -hmm. i mean you guys there's board games out there everybody has a martini or something just like you would do make brunch have a brunch hangout on zoom and everybody's having brunch just like it's a normal sunday there are ways to find and i don't know use that balance without putting yourself or others at risk and so even though we are needing it find workarounds that work and i feel like with it being an air you know the sun being in aries um things are a little intense right now and then you know you're in such close quarters with everybody oh my as gosh, you yes said. My wife's rising is in Aries and my daughter's moon is in Aries and I'm in Aries. So you can only imagine the energy in this house right now. So I am looking forward to this Libra moon and all the balance and calmness it's going to bring because uh, it's just it's going to be nice. And I'm not planning to do much the full moon myself. Just relax and chill. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay and super valid. That's so valid, this moon. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's a good time to reflect, I think, as, you know, that's all the time, only thing that we can really do at this point in time right now. But And with that being said, actually, with with the airy sun and the Libra moon, the Libra moon also brings an air of kind of battling between being nice or disturbing the peace and... If especially with the Aries sun, disturbing the peace might be uh, where we're all at right now. And we all got to choose to rise above <laughs> and choose the option of being nice. Although that is a bit of the opposite of how Libras usually are. It's still making the choice to pick your battles and that's okay. <laughs> yes. I completely agree. So, yeah, don't fight with anyone on social media. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please do not, you guys. You will. It'll be like a dirty hangover. You will wake up being like, I texted who? (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) I said what? (laughs) (laughs) Don't do that. Just don't. Choose to not. We're all bored, but let's not be that bored. (laughs)
So every week we talk about a tarot card that we feel needs to be heard or it's the luck of the draw. We go over the universal interpretation and then our own. This week, we're going to talk about the Eight of Swords. The Eight of Swords has actually been popping up a lot in my client readings as of late. So I felt like a lot of people needs to hear this, need, needs to hear this right now, since it seems to be affecting so many. So on this card, you see a person tied up and blindfolded, surrounded by swords, puddles at their feet, and a castle in the background. The universal interpretation of this card is that we are in a situation we can't see a way out of. We are basically imprisoned by the state we are in. This state is easy to get out of if only we would help ourselves by getting out of our bindings rather than playing victim and removing the blindfold so we can see the situation for what it actually is. Now, my interpretation is somewhat similar. As I said In the previous episode, I've used swords most of the time as symbols of our mental health and at times ideas. I want to say the figure to me represents a princess in a fairy tale we've that we've ever read. I mean, she needs help and saving. She wants her knight in shining shining armor to come. She's waiting around for someone to come and save her from the situation she has found herself in. The thing is, though, no one is coming. She needs to save herself. Ergo, we need to save ourselves. (laughs) (laughs) The bindings and the blindfold is our negative comfort zones and self-brought-on limitations. The person in the image has all the means around them to free themselves, but they aren't using the tools they have at their disposal. These mental blockages will easily become undone under the weight of some determination and some self-belief. The swords in the photo show this awful situation, but as soon as we remove the metaphorical blindfold and we see the situation for exactly what it is, the swords aren't all what they appear to be. They also represent lessons, how when we are under pressure from the world around us, it makes us grow and become more confident within ourselves moving forward. So we are able to leave behind that way of thinking that wasn't exactly serving us. So yes, after you know we go through this battle with ourselves, we can get to our castle, live our happily ever after, and revel in our success. But We need to be ready to let go of the things we are allowing to hold us back, our excuses, and the fear of our inner power. So, Robin Deer, how do you view this card? For me, the Eight of Swords is all about anxiety. Um, We see the figure, she has a blindfold on, and she's surrounded by swords, right? She knows the swords are there. She just doesn't know how close the swords are to her. Are they going to cut her if she moves? That sort of thing. And so that is anxiety. We know these situations are possible, but we don't know if they're going to happen. And so we repeat the kind of situations over and over and over and over in our head, Mm -hmm. basically setting us up to obsess as opposed to just tackling the situation and moving on. And I know that's how I deal with anxiety as well. (laughs) It's all about the what ifs instead of the reality. And like you said, is that she could remove the blindfold and she would see that 
you know, there's no imminent danger there, even though the swords are all around her. Mm -hmm. She's not in, you know, a life threatening situation, but she's so busy sat there going, oh, gosh, oh, gosh, (laughs) what if this, what if that, that, you know what I mean? That she is just kind of trapped in this kind of fear bubble instead of just helping herself. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it's very much so a self-perpetuated damsel in distress and... I personally fall victim to that (laughs) a lot. Uh, And so it it is this sort of situation of a time loop of constantly repeating the what ifs. And so for me, this one is a really big anxiety card. I completely agree. And that makes a lot of sense about, you know, why it's popping up right now because of the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, people are freaking out. Not just the the direct coronavirus, but also all the kind of petals of the flower that come along with that the economy our jobs etc 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 if you're not at least a little bit anxious like i'm questioning why privileged and also you're lying to yourself <laughs> such a privileged life that person must live <laughs> but not even just privilege like think about just being in denial and then actually something's gonna happen oh, and my that goodness. because there was no fear there to begin with that now it's kind of like their whole world is going to collapse because they were living in this kind of bubble because they're in denial. And in denial, in my personal opinion, is just another form of anxiety. Uh, No, I completely agree. It's like when people have anger management problems and instead of kind of getting angry, they're like so controlled that they finally like burst. It's the same sort of thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree because with, you know, with anxiety, you know, it shows in such different ways for different people. And as you said, denial is completely a form of anxiety. I mean, yeah, you know, it's like, I'd rather not deal with this right now. Let's just put it in the closet. We'll leave it there for a little bit. Just let it fester. It'll be it'll be okay. Everything's going to be okay. (laughs) That, in my personal opinion, is more scary than like traditional anxiety because it's going to it's going to that bubble is going to burst and it's going to be way worse for them. And my heart pours out to those people. It really does. Yeah, it's like shadow work. You know, you need to do shadow work. And sometimes we need to face anxiety head on rather than just letting it just sit there and fester in the corner. Yeah, the world we live in is really scary, guys. XOXO Gossip Girl. So the next segment that we want to talk about is love spells. Uh, One of our patrons in Discord, James, asked this, and it was going to be a part two question, but Emma and I started talking about it, and we figured you guys needed to hear about this too. And that is, don't start a marriage with a kidnapping, folks. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I completely agree. Love spells are something neither one of us necessarily disagrees with. There is a right way and a wrong way to do a love spell. And the big difference is consent. <laughs> yes. Uh, think of it Think of it like uh, sex and having sex with a partner and the difference between a sex crime and consensual sex action is consent. Mm-hmm. 
The same thing goes for love spells, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to do you want to kick us off with what not to do if you're doing a love spell? <laughs> I sure would like to, Robin. <laughs> I truly believe not only will the relationship still not work out in the end you are like especially if you're doing this because this person has broken your heart and you want to reignite the relationship you're only prolonging your hurt and heartache if you have already as yeah as i said if you've already broken up with this person and if the universe and your guides don't want you don't want you to be together you are going to feel it when you stay in situations that don't serve you and it's it's going to feel like the tower reversed and the Mm -hmm. wheel of fortune reversed every day until you get your shit together and are honest with yourself especially when it comes to relationships that aren't in your best interest a love spell is a band-aid on a festering wound beyond that it's a cake what's that big what are those big arteries you know those it's like the jugular like a wound to the jugular (laughs) and you put a band-aid on going it's fine it's fine it's fine we're in love it's fine it's fine (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know magic can't change a person at their core yes you may be able to influence them by using, like, let's say, a sweetening jar. But it takes mm-hmm. real internal work to change someone and for someone to change themselves. Yeah. And so if Ted cheated on you with 10 other people, a love spell isn't going to make them stay faithful and enamored with you in the long run. Ted is a jerk. It's like rebuilding a collapsed house on the same shitty foundation. It's gonna collapse again, guys. Like, no matter mm-hmm. if you use a really great hardwood or a softwood, if the foundation <laughs> is dick, it's gonna fucking break. Like, it's just, hello. <laughs> To every, you know, little bugaboo that sends me messages wanting to get back with your ex, I always say, instead of focusing on that, let's focus on healing and moving forward. Yes. Because just like Em said, you're prolonging the inevitable. Yes. Ted is a jerk and, you know, he has life lessons he needs to learn. And while he's living, you know, learning those lessons, live your best life away or, from You know home. what? Actually... Going the exact opposite of what you just said, maybe Ted isn't a jerk. Maybe the two of you just weren't meant to be, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there are two people that get in a relationship together, and you're, you know, whatever way you want to look at it, your personalities, your souls, your spirits, I just wherever you are in your life right now, sometimes yeah. it's just not meant to be. And that's okay. And it's never going to be meant to be. Mm -hmm. It's just you guys weren't as compatible as you hoped. And maybe you were more into Ted than Ted was into you or whatever. And maybe Ted's not a dick or fucking Barbara or whoever. (laughs) Maybe you guys just weren't meant to be. And that's okay. (laughs) People aren't projects, guys. (laughs) And if you are into the idea of a life partner, by being with this person again that you're not... or a person that you're doing a love spell towards, if you're not supposed to be with them, you may miss a chance to be with someone you were actually meant to be with. I completely agree. Uh, Basically, it's just, it's one of those unfortunate truths. And as much as my heart hurts for people that are hurting, 
realistically, by asking for that kind of love spell, all you're doing is prolonging another heartbreak again. (laughs) Maybe this will stop at least one person out of the 50 who writes us. Oh, I doubt it. (laughs) Oh, I doubt it. (laughs) Actually really quickly before we move on to the positive side of love spells i do want to say that there are practitioners out there such as hoodoo practitioners who do do love spells on that and i'm not going to comment on that either way because that is a whole practice that not only is incredibly valid but i don't Mm -hmm. know enough about nor would say don't do it do do it etc i think that if you're somebody who is going to go to a hoodoo practitioner that is between you and them and their counsel of what they think that you should or should not do. And therefore, mm-hmm. what we're talking about has nothing to do with that. That it's mm-hmm. apples and oranges. <laughs> yes, I completely agree. So I just wanted to leave that little, put that little anecdote in because those are, that's a very valid practice that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. So on that note, let's move on to a more positive side of love reading. (laughs) (laughs) The right way. (laughs) The right way. So says us. (laughs) So I'm a big believer in attraction spells to help find the right person. So like a broad range attraction spells. So it isn't necessarily directed to someone in particular. Attraction spells not only bring people in life that we need but it can eventually bring you a life partner if that is what you want as with all spell work there needs to be real world energy as a follow-through you're aren't going to run into the right person or persons if you're sitting on the couch every moment of every day you've got to get out there and get out of your comfort zone and i personally um i don't know if you agree with this or not but i personally think that if you're doing a love attraction spell you can include stuff that you specifically want so we're talking about a specific person but like for example Mm -hmm. my partner when i met him i had been Mm -hmm. manifesting that kind of relationship for years i had specific characteristics and body types etc that i was looking for and that's exactly who you know came knocking on my door if you will (laughs) And there's nothing wrong with specifically trying to draw in, you know, let's say you wanted somebody with blue hair and blonde eyes. There's nothing wrong with wanting that. There's a huge difference between saying, I want Tim who has blue hair and blonde eyes. That's unacceptable. You're you're specifically attracting one Mm -hmm. particular person versus trying to find somebody who fits your, quote, type. Yeah, your ideal partner. Yeah, especially if you're looking for a life partner. Yeah. And, you know, self-love spells are important, too. I feel like using that type of spell work and internal work to make ourselves whole inside where we don't need another person to make us happy. It brings the people we need into our lives, good people who only want the best Mm -hmm. for us. Anyone who doesn't have our best intentions at heart are easily dismissed and replaced by other people who do have good intentions. Um, Absolutely. So yes, like to me, love spells, track spells is all about Someone needs to bring, you know, true partnerships into their life. Absolutely. And on that note, when you are trying to attract somebody into your life who's going to be a life partner, 
the universe works in its own time. We've talked about this yes. before, but oh my gosh. don't get pissed off when you've done your spell where you want the blue-eyed, blonde-haired, nice guy or girl mm-hmm. and or person. Um <laughs> and it doesn't happen in a week. Like that's not real life, guys. Uh I nope. again going back to my own personal experience. I manifested my partner for like five fucking years before I met him. Like Mm -hmm. it is what it is. But if you go back to all my old, like, you know, journals, books of shadows, whatever, he fits the bill exactly. So the universe works on its own time frame, and that can be very frustrating, but it's worth Mm -hmm. it in the end. If you like hold true with what you want, I would have rather waited five years to find him then waited a week and got some dickhead that was physically <laughs> what I wanted, but not emotionally what I needed or wanted. Yeah. And, you know, not to mention your life partner that you're manifesting. I mean, they're going through their own stuff and their own life lessons. Yeah. Your life partner is not the same person they were before they met you. And they ha- yeah. they might not be that person that, you know, that you want yet. You just yeah. you have to be patient. As Robin people grow. Said. They change. People have the ability to become better people. And for all you know, before you met them, 10 years before, they were a fucking asshole. And they've done their own <laughs> you know, personal development and are a better person now. Are you, who knows? So be patient, guys. And be kind. <laughs> Not just others, but to yourself. Like, it's okay. <laughs> So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron right now, girl? (laughs) So, I believe we talked about technology witchcraft on the second part of our episode last week that is exclusive to our Patreons. Not last week, a couple weeks ago. But what is currently stirring my cauldron is definitely involved with it. I am completely and utterly digging the idea of a digital book of shadows. One of our amazing Discord members, Christy, has one. And ever since she told us about it, I've been itching to get a a tablet of my own. Yeah, same. I was like, oh, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Such a good idea. So innovative. (laughs) The future is now, people. (laughs) It is. I use a binder for myself for my book of shadows because I like to have things organized and easy to find. But the way she does it, she uses an app I think she calls, is called My Notes. It makes it so much easier. She organizes it by different subjects and put pages and spots where they need to go just by a click of of a few buttons. You can always go back and add things to spells rather than crossing things out and adding more notes. And not only can she type things in, but she can also use her tablet pen to handwrite things in as well to give it a more personal and less like technological feel. Yeah, less robotic one. Exactly, you know, and I'm not a big fan of my own handwriting. (laughs) 
it bothers me more than it should. <laughs> One day it will look messy, another day too big, and then the next day too small with a You're lot so of mistakes. Silly. <laughs> but you know having a digital book of shadows changes all of that add a fancy font here and create some bullet note section you know right there it's just it is so neat yeah it's really cool she showed us that and i was just like brainwave like brain blast what <laughs> <laughs> and uh for those of you who know me you would know that i am a disorganized nightmare person uh, I try very hard to be organized. Never <laughs> has it ever worked out. Um, so I don't care so much about things being easy to find. I like to flog myself with the challenge of finding it. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot relate. <laughs> but I still think that that's freaking brilliant. Um Especially for people that are in the broom closet, that mm -hmm. would be just so smart. If you have your own private tablet, it can all be in there. And, you know, the people around you or the people in your life can be none the wiser that you have this whole thing going on. Yeah. They just think you're playing a little game on your, on you're your tablet. Bubble Witch, but turns out you're actually writing in a book of shadows. <laughs> they think you're, can you're crushing your candies. <laughs> they got no idea and while i am a decent photographer that is where my artistic abilities stop i can draw a pretty damn good stick figure but that is that's it. not true don't say that that's not true you are very talented <laughs> i love illustrations and having a digital book of shadows allows you to add images and artistic touches to your book of shadows yeah. those things just add so much imagine taking a photo of your tarot spread and putting it directly into your book of shadows visual yeah. uh, visual aspects add so much especially for tarot reading since a lot of us change decks like we change underwear <laughs> are you trying to at me right now <laughs> no i mean i have a good like 50 to 60 decks sitting right now next to me and i have no room to speak at all it's fine it's fine guys it's fine we don't have problems it's fine it's fine <laughs> And not to mention, like, if you're, like, an illustrator who does illustrations on your tablet already, you can add those illustrations yeah. directly to your Book of Shadows. I mean, that's, that's pretty, that's brilliant. That's pretty neat. Yeah. We love it. It's really, it's really, uh, really whipping our cauldrons, guys. But yeah, big shout out to Christy for Christy for letting me talk about this because uh, I am going to do the same one day. Yeah, I'm gonna copy you. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna copy you because I don't have a tablet. But you know, I'm me either. One day. <laughs> One day. One day. It's a clever idea. <laughs> so, Robin. What is not stirring your cauldron right now? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> Let's talk about the Illuminati, guys. We're gonna we're gonna dive deep. <laughs> or rather, instead of talking about the Illuminati, let's talk about the fake Illuminati that is constantly fucking messaging me. Everyone, 
I can't be alone in this. Uh, <laughs> I get those stupid fucking Illuminati messages like eight times a day. And really what I want to talk about is not just the fake Illuminati messages, but the fucking ridiculous scam messages that I deal with every day. And I'm assuming everybody else deals with too. First and foremost, <laughs> let's talk. I, I feel like I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to anyway, just in case. The Illuminati would not send you a direct message, guys. They just wouldn't. <laughs> they just wouldn't. The world <laughs> elites are not sending you like baby witch one, two, three on Instagram an invitation to the Illuminati. And more importantly, what I want to know, because I need to know, who the fuck is behind these accounts? <laughs> Who's who doing the this? Time? Who has the time for this? Like, I had one one time, and this was actually my favorite one, and I'm still upset that I didn't screenshot it before they blocked me because obviously I fucked with them. They mm -hmm. were sending me an Illuminati message it was like set up like one of those illuminati messages only it was the sits from star wars and what? supreme leader i don't remember which one it's from the new star wars movies and as much as i'm a star wars fan i'm gonna be honest with you guys right now i only saw the first one I have not seen uh, any of the other ones with the Kylo Ren trilogy. Shame. Um, shame. I know. I know. I know. Oh, God. <laughs> Guys, please. <laughs> so they sent me an Illuminati-style message, and it was one of the supreme leaders. I don't remember the guy's name, but it was from the new trilogy. <laughs> and... I was like... I kept telling him, I was like, oh, I'm actually not a fan of Star Trek. And he was like, this is not the Star Trek. And I was like, listen, Galaxy <laughs> Quest sounds like a great film, but I don't want to be um, a stormtrooper. So, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I just have a lot of questions. And really, that's what I, I would like to hear back from you guys. You know, do you get these two? And also, how many people think the Illuminati is actually messaging them? Let's okay. discuss. <laughs> and like as as you said, I do think it's a scam to steal, probably to steal other people's information. Well, <sighs> you know, I don't think the real group would be asking so many people if they want to keep yeah. it air quote, you know, secret. Now, yeah. now, let's say though, let's say that they are legit. It is so funny how they go after witches and people in the New Age community. You don't yeah. see the Freemasons doing it since they're mostly conservatives and libertarians. <laughs> and of course, you know, uh, men. But let's say they are writing us. At least the Illuminati don't discriminate based on gender <laughs> and sexuality. <laughs> oh, is that a queer femme witch? Um that's the Illuminati is actually lacking queer femme witches. Uh, let's go ahead and just invite as many as possible. Oh, are you non-binary and you identify as a witch? You know, the Illuminati is looking for you guys. <laughs> and, you know, while the idea of being a society seems to be so much fun at glance, I bet it's the worst. Just imagine having intense sorority hazing 
and like drugs and aggravating, you know, hierarchy leaders. I mean, I just, I can't deal. So this is my recommendation to anybody who gets an Illuminati message. And I mean this with full body sincerity, guys. Fuck with them. It is my favorite thing in the whole wide world. The Illuminati is not messaging you. If you are bored at home in quarantine, fuck with them. It's fun. (laughs) (laughs) What you need to do is ask them to say, just be real. So I've done this before. It's really fun. I'm not, I like, honestly, if I'm bored, I do waste my energy on this, guys. And I recommend you do it too. (laughs) What you do is you say, that sounds amazing. I would love to join the Illuminati. I can't, oh my God, I cannot believe that you've invited me and then they're gonna like be like you need to give us this information because it's a scam you need to give us this information so we can invite you and i said whoa whoa, whoa. how am i certain that you're the real illuminati like how do i know that you're not just some pleb in the illuminati that's messaging me like you need to prove to me that you're the real deal Mm -hmm. and then just kind of really just clap back at them and constantly be like you know i just i really want to be in the illuminati and i'm just i'm so grateful that you guys <laughs> have invited me like i just i i need you to just prove it to me i just i've i've fallen for these scams before and i don't want it again and i just i really want to be in your illuminati i'm just so desperate they will exert so much energy to try to get get you to give them your address or whatever and uh, just have fun with it guys have fun with it and then i want you to send it to me i want you to send to me your (laughs) illuminati fucking with messages because that will really just brighten my week (laughs) don't brighten post that shit to your stories (laughs) if if you send it to me and with permission, I will do a highlight on my Instagram of just the Illuminati messages because they are just my absolute favorite. <laughs> they, I just, I can't get enough of them. I, re- I mean, and by that, I mean, I hate them because this is what's not staring my cauldron. But <laughs> fucking with them, I can always get down with. That is stirring your cauldron. <laughs> that the fucking with them is stirring my cauldron. The weird Illuminati or Sith Lord fucking <laughs> messages is not stirring my cauldron. <laughs> I just oh my. I just want to meet that scammer. I want to I want to meet that scammer and I want to just pick their brain. Like what, 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 who falls for this, bud? Like I mean, I won't turn you in. I just want to know who falls for it. Especially on I Instagram. Know that demographic. You know, Instagram, you know, it's all like millennials and people who have been around technology yeah. their entire lives. I mean, yeah. I mean, maybe a teenager like a, you know, a really no, young one. No, there's no way. There's no way. There's. Well, I refuse Robin, to believe. Robin, Robin we I have refuse people to believe. asking no. us. We have people asking us for dark baptisms and stuff. I mean, okay, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Which also, that is not stirring my cauldron. Stop fucking asking me for that, guys. Okay, the Dark Lord is not gonna fucking <laughs> cut you and have you sign the fucking black book under the blood moon. Like, knock it off. <laughs> oh, yeah. If you guys want to send me those, I will actually do a highlight reel on that because that would oh, make my whole life. <laughs> I'm here for it.
right, so for our last little segment, we are going to talk about creators that we are digging right now. And just like every episode, I want to remind you guys that these are not paid for shouts. These are just people Maria and I are really digging right now. And if you send Mm -hmm. us a message asking to get in on it, I will block you. I will personally block you. So don't do that. Because I've already no. gotten two. Yes. Don't do that. You <gasps> are guys, you serious? I have. Yeah. You guys are dicks. I've blocked two people for this. We will find people. <laughs> we've been searching hashtags. We've been looking for people purposefully. It's and, not just like yeah. our friends or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's actually people who are inspiring. Yeah. Very inspiring for whatever reason. Like, uh, yeah. Anyway. So, Maria, why don't you go first, madame? So, I want to talk about La Bella V. I think I said that correctly, but I'm sure we'll put a little so thing down below. But um, not only is she a goddess in, like, every sense of the word, but she is an absolutely amazing photo editing witch who I absolutely adore. Her whole page looks like a work of art and something straight out of of a fairy tale. I would totally have a tarot deck full of her photography and images. I mean, (laughs) I agree. Yeah, amazing. And her posts are so uplifting and she tackles hard stuff, self-love, body positivity in such an inspiring way. And she has such an old soul and sweet disposition. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh oh my God, I love her so much. She actually reminds me of like a modern interpretation of original like 70s Stevie Nicks. Does that make sense? Her vibe is like so on that. She is just a bright person with like a very kind and warm soul who has nothing but nice stuff to say. Like, I I love her. Yeah, she's one of those people who are legit going to make this world a better place. Like, we need more people like Shanice. I agree 100%. She's just a good person. And not only is she a good person, but she's very talented I love looking so at her photos. Talented. I've been following her for like two years now because I'm just obsessed with her pictures. Yes. Yeah. Same. I mean, it's, <laughs> I just, I love how she edits. It's like, as I said, something out of a fairy tale. They're so yeah. whimsical and so beautiful. Like I a mean, turn of the last century fairy tale book. Yes. Yes. Like, it reminds me of my art revival deck yeah yes 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 with a 70s vibe 70s stevie mix vibe but she is such an amazing human such an amazing i just did a really creepy yes and i want my (laughs) husband to leave this in because he edited i just want to say frank please leave in that creepy yes I know that I want to bring up all my yeses from the first episode were also creepy monster as yes. yeses. And I- he edited out so many yeses, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, back to creators we love. <laughs> so, Robin, what is who is inspiring you right now? So, the actually. Maria had sent me like a screenshot of a Facebook post. She didn't see it. Somebody, she saw it on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it on a witch's page on Facebook. Okay, so 
it was a screenshot she had sent me of an Animal Crossing tarot deck. And if you guys follow me at all on social media or know me in real life, <laughs> I am an Animal Crossing fanatic and always have been since GameCube. So, no. Peachy Sunny, <laughs> and I will link link it in the description on Instagram, has made an Animal Crossing tarot deck. And it's the Major Arcana and it's already sold out. She's, at least I believe so. She had messaged me about it. She's from Italy, or I had messaged her. She didn't message me. I messaged her because I literally spent all morning, Maria sent me this screenshot, and I spent all morning stalking this poor girl on the internet trying to find <laughs> her because I needed that deck. <laughs> um <laughs> And the creator, she told me that she's going to try to do the full 78 cards. And so Mm -hmm. even though the majors is no longer available because it was like a pre-order only thing, which I way missed the mark on. She's going to try to do the full deck and she'd let me know. And obviously I'm going to buy it when it comes out because I'm totally fucking obsessed but you guys <laughs> should follow her, especially if you're an Animal Crossing fan. It is the mm-hmm. sickest deck. Like, would you not Man. disagree? It's so cool, especially like it's so neat. Uh, there's the fortune teller from New Leaf, right? She's on the back of all these cards. Like, it's so sick. It's so fun and just adorable. <laughs> Yeah, and not to mention she's an amazing artist too. I and mean, like we've talked about before, supporting indie artists is like the most important thing in both of our eyes. Yes, you should be 100%. Small, supporting small businesses, small creators, indie artists, especially in this economy. Especially in this economy. Uh, <laughs> in this economy? No, I'm sorry, <laughs> but in reality, you should be and especially if you're a fan of something that comes from a big business, why not support something that is along those lines from a small creator? And I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. And you guys should definitely check it out. Yes. Especially if you're playing new horizons for the last like week and a half. Like I have also everyone should send me pictures of their Island because I want to see it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening to our third episode. We hope that you will join us on April 17th for our following. Keep an eyes out on our Instagram or on our Twitter. If you're not already following us, you should. It's Coffee Cauldrons on Twitter for more information. Or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your question next time. The month just started, so what a perfect time to join. Plus, if you join, you'll even get to hear our lovely voices for an additional 30 minutes, which I know you guys want to (laughs) do. So for that, you just need to be in the tier library or up. So you don't even need to be in Witches First, Kevin. Just library and above. Everything above support us. (laughs) Again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons with Robin from a tired witch on instagram and with maria from maria the arcane on instagram all right you ready you ready 
Okay, yeah. I'll count down. Okay. <laughs> okay. One, two, three. Three. Bye, Bye witches. witches. <laughs> We're going to get this. That was good. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was, it was a valiant effort for sure. <laughs>